Welcome to Conversations with the Unseen. My name is Andy. And my name is Laura. And in December 2019, we began an amazing and completely unexpected journey conversing with beings from the unseen world which has totally transformed our lives. And here we are, after hundreds and hundreds of hours of conversations, doing what our non-physical friends have been encouraging us to do, sharing their message with others who may be interested. So let's dive in. Hello, dear friends. Oh, hello, Mexicans. Good to be connected. Hello, Mexicans. Good to be with you again. And so, Arika and I had been talking with you about Allow All Things. And the focus of that conversation was really about us allowing all things for us personally. But it feels like a conversation about allow all things without talking about the myriads of things that are going on within the world would be to actually sidestep um, what for many feels just like a really, a really big problem. And so, Arika, we were talking before we started. Um, talking with the Mexicans and I would love if you would just share what you were saying and what was coming up for you. So for me, for my human self, it's incredibly difficult to look at the state of the world and see the horrendous unfairness and cruelty that can play out. And then just to kind of say to myself, people choose it. And that to me just feels so wrong to this human self. And and I guess even though I can see on a different level that may or may not be a possibility and it may, or may be even a better way of approaching it because it empowers you again. But I just, I just, I mean, like this ego finds it very hard to observe all these things and then think, I'm just supposed to allow it. What does that mean? Am I not supposed to do something about this? This is clearly wrong. So I, I don't know. So any guidance on your part and your perspective would be very interesting for me to hear. And when you say all things, Eureka, I'm hearing things like war, violence, yeah. racism, yes. murder, yeah. um, misogyny homophobia, transphobia, destruction of the earth, um, you know, like just kind of the worst side of human nature. We appreciate the opportunity to share a non-physical perspective on these events in the world of form and as you correctly point out what you are feeling is the human perspective what 
you are feeling is a sense of injustice, a sense of right and wrong. And for those who are aligned with their non-physical self, in other words, their heart, their infinite connection with the source, infinite connection with love, there is a, a desire to help, to make a difference, to be the presence of love, to be the light in the darkness. And what you are experiencing as a human in the world of form, which you've heard us describe as the world of contrast offers many, many examples of this darkness, this fear and need for love. There are indeed many opportunities to be the presence of love where there seems to be a lack of love and it would seem perhaps to be dismissive from a human perspective to say it is not real because to a human being who is suffering it will seem very real their experience indeed is real in that moment and who can say what that is about there are many mysteries and it is impossible to know why an inner being, an infinite and eternal expression of great spirit, would choose to come into form in those circumstances. We cannot know. This is a mystery. There are, however, certain things that, from our perspective, we can be sure. One would be that whatever experiences occur in the world of form, cause no harm to who you really are. That is not to deny the 
painful nature of the experience. But to know for sure that who you really are is having this experience for reasons only known to itself. And at the end of this experience of being in the world of form, when that chapter, when that experience ends, when the body ceases to function, the inner being who you really are is unharmed by what has been experienced. And we have likened the adventure in the world of form to being similar to the dream state that you experience during sleep where the dream whilst you are experiencing it seems very real. It seems like it is happening to the human self. And then the human self wakes up and realizes that it was a dream and that there is no harm done. And it is similar with the inner being having this human experience. It can be very distressing, it can be very frightening. Almost everyone, we would imagine, has experienced fear or distress of some kind at some point in their human journey. Probably many times. And There is hope. There is somewhere to turn when life is difficult. For some, even impossibly difficult. Unbearably difficult. What would our guidance be? Our guidance would be to look within, to connect with that non-physical part and to seek its guidance, its hope, its love. Every situation changes, every set of circumstances is, in the grand scheme of things, fleeting. And the injustice, the pain, the suffering, as seen from the human perspective that exists in the physical realm, is changing and is an opportunity to 
be transformed by the only energy that is real and that is love. What is it that sustains the universe? What is it that makes anything possible? It is great spirit and great spirit's love. And when there is darkness, it is an invitation to be the light. When there is fear and pain and hatred, it is a call for love. And it is an opportunity for those who are more aligned with that energy to be the light, to be the love. And you do not need to be physically present with someone who is suffering. You can flow love. You can be a channel for great spirits love and that energy that transforms lives, transforms situations. So be that energy of love and know that you are making a contribution. Perhaps the human self feels powerless to do anything about these apparent situations that are so troubling. We would say there is something very powerful that you can do and that is to flow love into those situations. For me, if I choose this for myself and just how I want to live and how I want to approach life, that makes sense. And I feel like, yep, you know, I'm happy to kind of practice that for myself, coming from love, looking at where I'm in ego and where I'm in the inner being and all of that. So all of that kind of from my personal perspective makes perfect sense where my ego trips up on this is, well, that's all nice that I'm sending love. I don't know from my ego's perspective whether that does enough for these big, seemingly big situations. And my ego then also thinks, but okay, fine, so maybe I am a willing participant in something. But what about the other person who willingly oppresses me then? How do you hold people accountable? So it's, you know, like, so that to me is kind of where my ego feels like from a human perspective, considering that we do get hurt physically and that it is very painful when something physically happens to us. So if we, I don't know, end under a bridge or whatever, thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to be fine because I'm great spirit. And I, I don't know how, I don't know how much of a consolation that is in those moments and where you do want something to change in the physical world and where you also want to hold people accountable for even if it's just participating in your own creative drama. I don't know. But, yes, that's kind of something that, that my human self struggles with. Yes, and many would share that perspective. And it is your desire to be 
the change that you would like to see in the world. It is your desire to make a difference for those who seem to be suffering. That indicates your alignment with who you really are. That compassion that you show is the compassion of Great Spirit. Of course there is a desire to correct what seems to be wrong in the world. And we have said to allow all things. Is it possible for the human self to control what happens in the world of form? Of course not. Is it possible for the human self to make a contribution? Most definitely. Is it possible for the human self to make a contribution beyond what it could even possibly imagine? Most definitely. And we say again, allow all things and be the presence of love. And can you say a little bit more about what that means, kind of allow all things and be the presence of love? What, what does that kind of translate into in terms of human being? Do you know what comes to mind for me? Gandhi. Gandhi and like the non-violent resistance and how he took back like um, India from British rule through non like violent means because and I think he was the one that said be the change that you want to see in the world and when I think about that from my human perspective it makes me go how the fuck could that happen like how could he do that and I'm wondering if if that's the kind of energy that the that you're talking about Mexicans if you take the example of conflict wars violence, uprisings, terrorism. The solution that the ego would normally come up with would be to meet violence with violence, to mirror back to the other their energy. So when somebody is being violent, a terrorist, for example, the reaction is often to be violent back. And therein creating a cycle that does not solve the problem. It creates more of what the human self says it does not want. And therefore, the answer is to align with Great Spirit, to be Great Spirit in human form, to the extent that you feel able to be. <laughs> 
there is a strong tendency for the ego to want to defend itself because it feels threatened, it feels that there is a sense of injustice and it wants to stand up for what it believes. This is really the answer because the energy that is being used to try and fix what it sees as a problem is the same energy that it is trying to get rid of. There is no standard set of rules or guidance for these situations. The one simple guiding principle is to align with the inner being and to follow its guidance. In the present moment, standing where you are, or sitting, what is the inner being guiding you to respond with, if indeed there is a response? Because the ego wants to take responsibility for everybody and everything, every situation that it judges. So the human self would like to have the world of form be exactly as it would like it to be. The only difficulty there is that the egos would not be able to agree on how it should be because there will be many different versions of how it should be and therefore you can only decide for yourself. You are in human form to have your own journey. You have come to experience contrast. You are noticing how much contrast there is around you in the physical dimension. And we would say, have your experience of being in form. Have your experience of contrast and the physical realm. Take from that experience what you came to take in terms of learning and expansion and hopefully some enjoyment too. And trust that as well, as seen from the non-physical perspective. So what occurs to me as I'm listening to you is so when we are with another, an apparent other, and they are sharing their experience of suffering, what I am hearing you say is that the greatest contribution we can be in that moment is to be the energy of great spirit 
and to be the presence of love and to and and that will mean that we will speak or not speak i guess for me personally i'm thinking about all the times i've had conversations with you mexicans and i've been utterly convinced of something and there's been no invitation and i have been arguing with you and you've never pushed back you've never made me wrong you've never said to me when I'm in it when I'm really feeling that it's intense that's never a moment where you choose to tell me I'm responsible for my experience because frankly that would just piss the ego off and when you are in the situation you describe where you're in the presence of another who is suffering, when you are aligned with your inner being, you are being the presence of great spirit, the presence of love. That is an invitation for that other to remember who they really are because their human experience is not who they really are. They may be believing in that moment that who they are is this human version of themselves. You can be the reminder that they are much more and that human form. They are infinite and eternal. And yes, what they're experiencing may be painful and challenging. And there is a greater part to themselves that is not in pain that is not suffering. And that is the invitation that you make to, without words, you do it through your energy, you make that invitation to the other to remember who they really are, beyond form. I guess what keeps coming up for me is... um so, I mean, it makes sense for me on a personal level, right? So that I sit with someone and lovingly listen to them. That, that makes perfect sense. I don't have an issue with that. Um, I guess where my ego doesn't quite know whether I'm doing enough is how do you create change on a bigger scale? And I don't, you know, like Gandhi, that seems like far way off for me to kind of compare myself to in terms of how to create change, you know. So, But I'm just kind of, yeah, I just would like to know, so how, do you need to create bigger change? How, you know, where do you take the inspiration from your inner being? Um, 
is it enough to just be loving to the individual? You know, so that's kind of where I at the moment have a lot of internal questioning about because I feel like in my private life I am trying to be that as much as I can. But I don't know whether this is enough. And and what is it that needs to happen for structural change? We would say, how would the human self define bigger change? Where does the boundary lie? When does changing one life become not enough? And therefore, how many lives would the ego feel that it needed to change in order to be able to call it bigger change? Well, it would mean kind of changing legislation, changing how, you know, kind of how people are treated on a more general level, not just between me and somebody else. Um, More rules. I don't know whether I would necessarily want more rules. Probably not. <laughs> I is that I guess not I, what legislation is? I feel like our structures, you know, our governments, it doesn't seem to work very well. How they, you know, they seem to be happy to lie and do whatever they want. That's at least what it looks like at the moment, and um, and are quite good at, you know, creating advantages for themselves. And that that's kind of like, how can you make a change that makes that more just? And I get it. I heard you earlier saying that the egos would never agree on what that would look like. So it probably is difficult. Um, but I guess that that's kind of what this ego is thinking about. You know, how do you make changes in the world that that you kind of educate people differently, that they are more connected with their inner being and see people more as from inner being to inner being rather than whatever cultural crap we have learned. Our perspective on what you describe is we observe the ego judging. We observe the ego saying this situation should not be this way it should be another way and someone should do something about it and it would seem that the ego has the best of intentions in stating its case for global change and how does global change come about one person at a time one more awakened being to raise the consciousness to raise the vibration on planet Earth. Can you raise the consciousness of somebody else? No. Can you raise the consciousness of yourself? Yes. Therefore, start where you are.
can feel like a mixture of things in me. On the one hand, the ego's thinking, hmm, I hope this is not a cop out. <laughs> and on the other hand, there's also a sense of relief and a sense of, okay, yeah, but that is something that I can focus on. And that is something that I can do on a daily basis, moment by moment. Um, and I think I appreciate your willingness to talk to me about this, even though I guess half of the time it didn't maybe make all that much sense because there's so much emotion in this. Um, and it also makes sense to me that if everybody was to sit down and raise their vibration, that that would make a massive change. And one person, in this case you, raising your vibration does make a huge difference. And the reason for that is that the ripples go out. You cannot know the impact that you can have on others through exchange of words, acts of kindness, sharing a different perspective, a more loving perspective, showing up in a difficult situation for another as great spirit right there, great spirit being present in that difficult situation for the other. Imagine the impact that could have. You've done that for me, Eureka. You've been that for me. Like, you've so been that for me. You were like, I feel quite emotional. You were such a light for me in my world when it was really dark, and you really held that light for me, and it felt to me like you could see. You could see something in me that I couldn't see in me, and all you did was just keep being you. And it's, it feels like it's forever etched like on the memory and and so it does feel like it's enough it's like when I didn't have hope it's I mean I, I was thinking you were some crazy like talking some crazy ass shit but you were so consistent you were so consistent and it was like that you could see something that I couldn't see and because I loved you it's like I just was like what can she see that I can't see And I guess it's like what occurs to me is we can't know. We can't know the impact. Thank you. Thank you for letting me know. And perhaps from a human perspective, it seems too easy. But the human self is used to having to struggle and work in order to make a difference. And you can just... Be love, and there is nothing to do. There is only a being, not a doing. And the being is being love, being great spirit. And the impact that that can have on another. So even if, like, someone's rocking up and they're talking, they're telling me the most horrific story, it's like, I know it's not who they are. It's an experience that's 
it's something they're experiencing, but it's not who they are. And I guess it's like that way where so when I felt really powerless, you kept being in a space of I was powerful. Yeah, I can see that the ego wants to make it bigger and what what I need to be able to do. And in my own experience, it is always that connection, right, with someone like the same for me. When you have done this for me or other people have done it for me, it's kind of on that human, I mean, like on a usually one-on-one connection or some form of connection with someone. So that makes sense. What I can really hear when I was sharing that is just how deeply and what a profound impact. I don't know that I had ever remembered anybody in my life looking at me the way you looked at me. I, I, that feels to me like it was the first time I was like, wow. Thank you. I think like for today, I feel like I have raised everything that was important to me. But for now, it kind of feels much more settled. And kind of, I feel like I personally feel like I have a clearer path of how I want to be in the world and how I want to make change. That may not be the right thing for everybody. But I think for me, that, that kind of makes sense. We acknowledge you. And we see you. The real you. Show that to the world. Thank you. So Mexicans, wow. I feel that we have, we've been in a real journey with you in this conversation. I feel much, much emotion. Something you really said that stood out for me was about the ego wants to take responsibility for everything and everyone. And it really does want to meet violence with violence. Whether it's physical, verbal, energetic, whatever it is. And I just wonder as we bring this conversation to a close with anyone who may be feeling impacted by whatever it is, anything that is disturbing your peace, whatever it is, what would you share with them? What would you say? Turn towards the light. There is hope. There is always a new possibility. And the answer is within. Access that part that is infinite. And if there is a belief, a story, that it is impossible to access that part. Act as if. Speak to that part as if 
it were true, as if it were listening. And know that it is listening. It is receiving the communication. And it will come to your aid. It will provide the guidance. It will provide some sense of a way of dealing with what seems to be a Thank you, Mexicans. And thank you, Ulrika. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to ask all these questions and to think about it. And um, I, I did find it very helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Mexicans. And thank you, Laura. We flow love to you both. Thank you. Very much received. Yeah, thank you. Until next time. Until next time. You've been listening to Conversations with the Unseen. If you'd like to know when there's a new conversation available, then remember to subscribe and also to share it with others. If you'd like to have a written transcript of each conversation, then you'll find this on the website conversationswiththeunseen.com. And... If you have a question you'd like us to ask on your behalf, or if you would like to join the mailing list, then you can also do that on the website conversationswiththeunseen.com. Until next time.